Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith. And no, it is not Monday. It's a Wednesday morning. Bob and Jill are out and about doing their thing for the next few days. So you get to have me today, tomorrow, and Friday to kick off the deer hunting season. This morning, you're going to wake up and you're going to go, I wonder how much snow we got. It's about an inch. Roads, there are some slick spots, but nothing too crazy on my route in. No deer, no cats. No wildlife to speak of, so I don't know. I'm starting to get a little worried about my drive-in through the Clark County Forest. I'm starting to wonder, are there even deer in the forest anymore? Because, yeah, I (laughs) I see like one. So, yeah, hopefully the next couple days we can change that around so the hunters in the area know where the deer are. I can tell you kind of where they are (laughs) somewhere in my half-hour, 45-minute drive through that forest. We've got a busy morning here at Wax Radio. we got some interesting news. With the winter season coming up, you're probably getting ready for those winter financial planning meetings, crop meetings, and farm shows. Well, we're going to have one less farm show in the area in 2023. We'll be talking about that in a little bit more coming up next right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, before hunting season kicks off here, you're hungry tonight. Got a couple of suppers for you. The York Northfield Sportsman's Club Venison Supper is happening tonight from 4 to 8 at the York Ballpark in York. Dine in, drive through, and carry out. Steak, meatballs, mashed potatoes, corn, cranberries, and rutabagas. Hmm, sounds pretty good. $10 for a meal. So if you're hungry for some venison, you know where to go. Head to York. And you can also join the Osseo Fairchild FFA for the open seasoner supper. That's also going on tonight from 4.30 to 7.30 at the Osseo Fairchild High School, right in Osseo. It's in the Commons area. Kick off your deer season right with a hearty supper. Grilled brats and burgers, baked beans, Midwest salads, desserts, hot cocoa, and coffee. $5 in advance. Available from the FFA members. Or you can get stop in at the Osseo Fairchild School District office. Or seven bucks at the door. Not too bad. 
had an interesting note on my car this morning. I had it parked on the road. My husband was in the driveway. <laughs> I had to play this song. You know what's happening. It wasn't a bad note. Just a warning thing. Can't park on the road. I was only there like 20 minutes after. But what do you do? At 5 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. I know some of you are just waking up. I know actually there's a teacher Works in Nilsville. I think her alarm is set to like right when I jump on. So I'm sure she's like really thrown off right now thinking, oh my gosh, it's Monday. So maybe I'll just let her think it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like to joke around a little bit. Well, it is that time in the morning to hit in with some news. It's 501 on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's check in this morning with some national news. NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. NASA has launched its Artemis 1 moon rocket. Five, four stage engines start. Three, two, one. Boosters in ignition. And liftoff of Artemis 1. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. It marks the first step in returning Americans to the moon and eventually on to Mars. It's an uncrewed mission that will last four to six weeks, circle the moon, and come back. Artemis II will make the same journey with astronauts. Before the final Artemis III mission lands astronauts on the moon's surface sometime after 2024. Republicans are torn in response to former President Trump's announcement he is running again in 2024. Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene endorsed Trump, as did GOP Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona. Retiring Maryland Governor Larry Hogan said that Trump doubling down on losing is a gift to Democrats. Beachgoers in a popular Mexican tourist town are still in shock after three Three butchered bodies washed ashore. Police in Acapulco believe the three were victims of cartel violence. One of the bodies was bound to a cement anchor, and another body had a gunshot wound in the back of the head. Authorities removed the bodies but never shut down the beach. Mariah Carey may be the queen of pop, but she won't be the queen of Christmas. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office denied Carey's application to trademark the queen. Of Christmas title. Holiday songwriter Elizabeth Chan, who already calls herself the Queen of Christmas, successfully blocked Carrie's motion. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I mentioned this a little bit ago that we're going to have one less farm show in the area in next year, 2023. The Marshfield Farm Show, which is held at the Marshfield Mall, is canceled this year and possibly indefinitely. That's because the Marshfield Mall is doing some renovations. And they said after the renovations are complete, they will not have any room. And therefore, the Marshfield Farm Show will have to find a new home. But there are some groups in the Marshfield area that would like to continue to have the Marshfield Farm Show but they're looking for a large location for the parking, equipment, vendors, and visitors. The Marshfield Farm Show has been going on for over 40 years. Hopefully they can find a location. I know fairground is always an option, but there's the boats and campers parked in there, and their buildings are all heated, and there's other buildings and people are looking into. So hopefully they can find something, even not for... It doesn't happen this year, hopefully for 2024. So we'll keep you updated as we find out more. We've got your weather. That's coming in next. And I can give you a hint. Looks like snow. 
the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. <laughs> I know they're talking about Bob when they say, you know, the first voice in agriculture for over 35 years, but I may be over 35 and possibly talking for about that long, too. Oh, we got to have some fun. But before we get to the weather this morning... I think we need to say thank you to the farmers, the hardworking people out there, truckers, milk haulers, anybody who's involved in the agricultural field, we need to say thank you. And by saying thank you, we need you to do something for us. You have to go to WaxRadio.com or register on the app, and you can get a chance to win a half a hog and a chest freezer. The hog is courtesy of Smith Brothers Meats up in Colby and the freezer from Abbotsford Appliance. We want to say thank you for the holidays. Hopefully, Bob can be there to say thank you in person when that time comes. But you have to go to WaxRadio.com, click on the Midwest Farm Report tab, and register to win, or you can register on the app. Again, thank you to all the farmers and all the hardworking people for all that you do. From all of us here at the Wax Farm Show, myself, Bob, and also Jill. Well, let's take a look at the weather, shall we? We've got some scattered snow showers out there this morning, and... Kind of throughout the day, we're looking at a high of 34 degrees. Tonight, it's going to be mostly cloudy in the low of 21, so not too bad. Tomorrow, a chance of snow chance of snow in the morning with a high of 27. Tomorrow night, cloudy. We're going to get cooler, low of 15. Friday, <laughs> Deer Hunter's Eve, cloudy and cold, high of 18. Friday night, cloudy and cold, low of 11, which means Saturday morning, you're looking at below zero in some areas. Temperatures around the area right now, we are far from zero. Medford's at 26 degrees. La Crosse is at 32. Marshfield, 27. Green Bay and Rice Lake, both at 29 degrees. Wausau's at 27. Down in Madison, they're at 31. Milwaukee's at 35. And right here in Eau Claire, we're at 30 degrees, looking for a high of 34. We've got your morning markets. Those are coming up next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we'll be looking at the wheat and grain prices. Those will be coming in a little bit. But first, got to get to some markets. Your choice-fed beef steers are at 144 to 164. Your mix, 90 to 143. Choice-fed beef peppers, 144 to 157. Your mix, 84 to 142. Choice-fed Holstein steers, 125 to 136. Select and silage-fed, 77 to 127. Cows are at 62 to 98. Bulls, 72 to 115. Butcher hogs, 65 to 91. Sows, 42 to 57. Boars, 19 to 23. Your shorn market lambs are at 106 to 116. Your unshorn market lambs, 70 to 106. Your feeder lambs, 75 to 225. Ewes are at 65 to 110. Small goats are at 10 to 175. Medium goats, 25 to 250. Large goats, 99 to 415. Those are some big goats. And nanny goats, 25 to 235. Looking at the Mercantile Exchange, live cattle for December is at 151.27. That's down 30 cents. February's at 153.05, up 50 cents. April's at 156.72, up 30 cents. Feeder cattle for November's at 175.67, down $1.27. January's at 177.02, down 242. March is at 179.80, down $1.97. Lean hogs for December, it's at 85.32, that's up 45. February's at 90.07, up $1.10. April's at 95.50, up $1.12. And switching over to the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your December corn down 4 cents at 6.62. December oats just down a penny at 3.96. Your March beans down 8 at 14.53. December soybean meal down $1.10 at 4.08.80 a ton. December wheat 
down 13 cents at 8.15. Switching over to the dairy side, barrel cheese unchanged from yesterday at 2.05 and a quarter. Your blocks were up one and three quarters cent to 2.22 and a half. And your AA grade butter up a penny at 2.94. Class 3 futures for November were unchanged from yesterday at 20.99. December was up a nickel though at 21.83. January of 2023 up nine cents at 20.81. February down three at 20.49. March up a dime at 20.50. And then those markets were mixed through next fall. And again, we want to say thank you to Rural Mutual Insurance for sponsoring the farm markets and wheat and grain. 602 for corn, 1384 for beans. So it's a good morning going on in the market. It's also a good morning outside. You gotta get outside and enjoy it. Get going on those chores. A little bit of snow out there, but really not bad. 30 degrees. We're still coming in today. Not too crazy though. High at 34. Tomorrow, 27. Friday. Deer Hunters Eve, 18 degrees. We'll find out later on. It's gonna happen on Saturday. And Bob got some chance to talk to Brad. From Provision Partners. Bob, what'd you find out? Again this morning, Brad Matson, lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperatives, joins us as we look at our Provision Partners program this morning. And Brad, last week we talked a lot about the 2022 harvest. Let's look ahead to 2023 because there are so many balls in the air right now as far as the supply chain inputs going down the river and the inputs coming up the river. What are you looking at? I mean, you got to be scratching your head, too, when farmers say, what should we do? I mean, you can't give a definite answer. You don't know either, do you? In 40 years, it's never been so convoluted as right now. Usually you have kind of a sense what you think, a pretty good sense what the markets can do or whatever. But with all that's going on in the world, all that's uh, pending on domestically and environmentally, it's really a, a, a gamble. And, uh, you know, now we're talking possible railroad strike, and and that can be huge because we're already uh, restricting barge traffic. So uh, a lot of our fertilizer has moved up to Mississippi, and and you know, of course, we're getting close close to the end of the season. And the question will be: Are we going to get enough snow to fill that water to bring up barges in the spring? Will it be here early enough for the planting season uh, to fill these plants? And then you throw this railroad debacle on things, and if that ends up with an issue. Uh, that could really constrain fertilizer supplies. So a uh, lot of what ifs. And the problem is, is even if it's short-lived or whatever, every they say every day that uh, that traffic is delayed or slowed down, it costs us five days of delivery because of ramp-up, ramp-down issues. So nothing is going to come back quickly, even from this little water, this this uh, fall in the Mississippi. You also got problems with production in phosphates in Florida. You know, the hurricane that went through there this fall, uh, they said they're going to be cutting probably about 200,000 tons of production uh, due to delays because of the hurricane. So last year was just a price issue. This year we're looking at price and supply issues. So thinking about those uh, attributes and what you're going to be doing for your program and, and uh you know, maybe taking a little closer look and you, what do we need to be doing, you know, as far as early purchasing and, and those types of things. And hydrus is still strong. Uh, you know, there's a lot of threat on on uh, natural gas demand, LP gas demand for this winter. So, you know, we're still seeing uh, very, very strong uh, anhydrous ammonia prices, which is the basis of all the other nitrogen. So a lot of what ifs out here, Bob. 
And we'll be catch, catching up again with Brad here in just a little bit, but we got to keep moving on for now, but we'll get some more from Brad after 5.30. Right now, we're going to be hearing from Stephanie on turkey trends. We've got Thanksgiving coming up, so there'll be some interesting stuff that's coming up right here on Wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report over a week, about eight days, it'll be Thanksgiving in this country. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and that means turkeys. And we've heard so much about supply, about price. Stephanie set us straight on what we're looking at these last eight days before Thanksgiving as far as turkeys. My message for you, Bob, don't worry about a turkey shortage for Thanksgiving, and you may even be able to find a good deal on that holiday bird. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Erica Swatsky is a sixth-generation turkey producer in west-central Minnesota, and her and her family raise 14-pound birds, primarily used for Thanksgiving demand. Erica is also the poultry representative and president of the Minnesota Board of Animal Health. So she explains to me that the industry did face some headwinds this year between avian influenza and high input costs. But you should not have to worry about empty turkey chests at the grocery store. Really, there should be no worry or concern for um, from consumers. I raise light hens that when they go to market, they'll be about 14 pounds. And so those actually are the turkeys that typically a consumer would buy for Thanksgiving. And we raise those turkeys year-round, 365 um, days a year. We know our schedule. We plan it out a year in advance. So we, you know, last year knew um, the number of turkeys that we were going to be raising, which which didn't change. And um, like I said, we've been raising, you know, turkeys every day. And so freezer inventory, you know, has been stocked all year um, around. And so if you want to buy a turkey on Thanksgiving, you'll, you'll be able to, to find one. The bottom line is there will be a turkey available for you. But what if you're looking for a particular size or label or style on your Thanksgiving turkey? Not only this year, but I think every year, it's always it's always a good idea to plan ahead, right? Especially if you're looking for um, something specific. So I always, like when I, as a turkey farmer, get, you know, questions from people in our community, I always say, hey, call the grocery store and just ask what, you know, what are, what are they going to have um, on hand for Thanksgiving and tell them what you're looking for. So I think it's always a really good idea to plan ahead and call your grocery store and say, hey, this is what I want um, to purchase for a Thanksgiving turkey. You know, are, are you going to have that? Because I think most stores will have that, but, you know, I don't know the quantity that they'll have, um, I guess. So it's always a really good idea to just plan ahead and call your grocery store. Has there been any pressure on turkey supply due to avian influenza or supply chain issues? So really, you know, as as an industry, we have experienced, you know, some minor disruptions. Um, I think that's common in every industry that, that you look at. You know, my husband and I are currently remodeling a house, and so to get supplies to do that, um, you know, you do experience some disruptions. But for us, when we look at how high pass, you know, interrupted our industry overall on a, on a national perspective, it only affected about 3% of our population. So certainly for the families that, that um, experience it, there's some loss there, but, you know, kind of from a national perspective, 3% is pretty minor. What we haven't talked about yet is the price. 
anyone that's been to the grocery store knows that prices are up. Is that the same for turkey? Yeah, you know, turkey prices have um, have been up a little bit, but we certainly have seen that, you know, all across the board when you go to the grocery store. But it's pretty common for grocery stores to use turkey as a as a loss leader during the Thanksgiving time. So, you know, I, I, I still think it'll be common for consumers to find a good deal on, on turkey for Thanksgiving. Erica, do you want to elaborate more on what you mean by turkey being a loss leader in grocery stores and can you also lay out any other pressures on the price of turkey for 2022? You know, so when you look at the, I guess, the cost that, you know, raising the turkey, you know, if you're a crop farmer, you're experiencing higher prices for your corn and soybean, which is really, really good. But for a turkey farmer, that means that our feed cost is higher. So feed costs are a little bit higher this year. You know, fuel prices are are a little bit higher. So everything that comes to the farm or or leaves the farm, you know, that fuel cost is a little bit higher. And even for us, you know, propane is a little bit higher. So, I mean, for us in general, all of our input costs are a little bit higher, which is going to be passed down to the consumer. But, you know, when we talk about um, lost leaders in the grocery store, it's really common every year that grocery stores will mark the price of turkey, you know, down down a little bit from norm, from your other parts of the year, so that people will come in and, and buy um, buy their turkey, and then the I think the thought process is as you know they'll buy their turkey there because it maybe is a little bit um, it costs a little bit less, but then they're going to buy the rest of their Thanksgiving dinner ingredients at the grocery store as well. Thanks, Erica, for explaining that to us. I want to dive more into high path avian influenza. You are the president of the Minnesota Board of Animal Health. Minnesota is a leader in turkey production. I'm just curious what you're doing in your role to keep the avian flu at bay, and when is it going to go away? You know, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? I wish I had, you know, like a, a glass ball that I could say, oh, it's it's going to go away, but... I don't think that you know anybody knows the knows the answer to that. That's that's pretty hard to to predict. And it's it's been a different virus this year. But at the Board of Animal Health, there's a lot of constant communication within the industry. It's important, you know, as we as we look at the the response at, um, activities that that everybody knows their job and everybody knows each other. There's um, consistent meetings and communication between everybody. There's a lot of information that is given out to growers who have both been infected and both have not, and that's been in conjunction with the University of Minnesota Poultry Extension and the Minnesota Turkey Growers Association. There's, there's a lot of good information that's passed out to, to growers. The Minnesota Poultry Testing Lab which is located in Wilmer, and, and Wilmer is really known as kind of the, the heart of turkey country and in the state of Minnesota. They've been vital to our response efforts as well. And so so keeping, you know, constant communication and kind of an awareness of the poultry lab, even to our legislature, um, that this is a vital part of our um, our industry and, and we need this facility for testing. And we also do use the diagnostic lab um, at the University of Minnesota, and that's a really important part of our, our response as well. And so for me as president, being open to taking calls from growers and, and listening to what they're going through or their concerns, um, because all of that is, is important to hear what growers are going through and, and how can we um, you know, continue to improve ourselves as we move forward.
And thank you so much to Stephanie on talking about turkey trends. Hopefully you got your turkey out and ready for Thanksgiving. I know mine is in the freezer coming out on Friday afternoon because it's 18.42 pounds. So that means Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, bird needs to get out so it can start thawing out. And we're going to be catching up here in just a little bit. We've got your morning market, some more weather. We've got a busy morning going on. First, we're going to switch back over and catch up with Brad and Bob again on ProVision Partners. Let's pick up where Brad left off. It's a gamble whether we buy early and lock it down or do we wait hoping the railroad strike doesn't happen, the, the Mississippi River gets water in it again. It's, boy, it's a tough decision to have to make right now, and I don't know how you guys are making recommendations. Well, we're, we're doing some budgets. I've done some budgets for some farmers, and we can still lock in a profit with, with some of the futures markets on these grains. Uh, so that some guys are buying some of their inputs and then all hedging it off with the sale of some inputs, so they're covering themselves that way. We're spending a lot of time using precision ag techniques right now on ways to minimize or be more efficient, I should say, in the fertilizer we apply using removal rates. So what the harvest took off, that's what we're putting back on. So we're not going backwards with our soil fertility and, and still fixing some of the holes that we have out there in, in some of these fields. So there's a lot of techniques that you can use. This is definitely not the year to bury your head in the sand, though. You've got to be proactive and, and again, uh, asking, you know, whys and what we can do. Talking to your agronomists. Uh, we have a lot of great agronomists at ProVision Partners, and they're all willing to sit down with you and help you. And we have a lot of tools in our toolboxes to help producers navigate this uh, quandary as as we move into 2023. Yeah, so don't sit there and think there isn't help out there. Your agronomists are ready, willing, and able to help and answer those questions, right, Brad? Absolutely. Absolutely is the answer we wanted to hear. From Brad Matson. do you need help? Call your provision partner agronomist. Brad Matson with us this morning, lead agronomist with Provision Partners on our Provision Partners Cooperative Program. Thank you so much, Bob. And we're at 5.30 in the morning. we got to keep moving along. We've got Rocky Olson. He's coming in next from Premier Livestock. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to check in with Rocky Olson over at Premier. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So we got some snow on the ground, but that's not going to stop you from having sales this week in your big machinery auction. Nope, so, definitely not. Excellent. Well, catch us up. What's going on over at Premier? Uh, thank you, Kristen. Uh, good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday's uh, special feeder cattle auction shaped up here at Premier. Uh, we sold over a thousand head of feeder cattle yesterday and 120 head of bred beef cows. Feeder cattle market was lower this week. Uh, buyers very selective on quality. Good vaccination programs. Good weaned cattle selling very well yet. New crop beef calves mostly from 140 to 185. Uh, those lighter weight, fancier calves from 190 to 217. Those heavier yearlings mostly 135 to 170. Holsteins were very lightly tested this week, uh, but most weights from ninety-five to a dollar forty. Bred beef cows sold mostly eight fifty to fourteen hundred, with a few up to sixteen fifty. Uh, next special feeder cattle auction will be December sixth, but do keep in mind we are selling feeder cattle every Tuesday. Uh, there will be a little gap in the special feeder sales, but a special sale every Tuesday.
Tuesday and also next week, Tuesday, be a regular feeder sale, and it's going to be our special monthly dairy heifer auction next Tuesday. Uh, today, Wednesday, we get our hay auction at 9.30, dairy cattle auction at 11. We have an excellent selection of dairy cattle today. Uh, complete herd dispersal of 60 Holstein tie stall cows. Uh, they're outside every day. They're 40 years of AI breeding. Here's 25 fresh two-year-olds parlor free stall, top-notch, fancy kind. Uh, those are coming from Shady Crest Holsteins. Here's 14 fancy, fresh, registered uh, parlor freestyle two-year-olds. They've been topping the sale every time they bring them. They're coming from John Prasaki. Uh, we also have uh, 10 registered fresh just fresh heifers, close spring and heifers coming from uh, Stransky Dairy. Uh, we also have some nice registered fresh jerseys. Keep in mind, like we said at the top, machinery auction will be this Friday. Uh, we get underway at 9 o'clock a.m. offline, 9.30 online. You definitely want to come early uh, to get better parking. Uh, if you come uh Today or tomorrow, you can get your uh, buyer's number at the office. You can come uh, inspect the equipment. If you want to run some of the tractors, some of the equipment, you can do that. Um, like I said, uh, if you do want to be online bidding, uh, you do need to pre-register for that. Don't wait to Friday because you might not get, get registered. Uh, that will be on equipmentfacts.com. Not hard to get registered on there. You can start bidding on items right now if you like. You can put in your pre-bids. Note when you go to equipmentfacts.com, we have ring one. Ring two. There's two rings. You got to make sure if you're looking for your item, you're going to both rings and you're checking them. Uh, we have basically thousands of offline items. Uh, one whole parking lot is offline. So keep that in mind if you want to cover all three rings or uh, you probably want to bring some auction buddies. But uh, we will have food on site, uh, warm food, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing the folks Friday. I know it's going to be a little bit of a chillier day, but we are looking forward to that. And uh, we'll see you Friday. That's Sounds the way it's good. shaped up, Kristen. Perfect. Well, good luck at the sale today, and hopefully we'll see you on Friday. All right. Thank you. There he goes, Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock. And now we got to check in with our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandria. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. Nice to talk to you on a Wednesday. I know. And you get me tomorrow and Friday. So I've heard. Yes. And <laughs> the good news is I got to see a video of you yesterday on Facebook. Uh-oh. Oh, my uh, my wedding video. Yes. Was, oh, it was, was like, so sweet. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, our videographer did a fantastic job. So uh, that we just got that yesterday, and it it turned out really nice. So uh, it was it was nice to kind of relive that day. She's got one heck of a right hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Knock me off my feet. Well, I mean, women do that in general to men. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, catch us up. Hopefully we're not going to get knocked off our feet today with the snow. Well, it depends on uh, how good you walk or drive on the ice because uh, today we're starting off with a little bit of a slick commute. So keep that in mind. Uh, the roads are a little bit slick. But going into today, we'll have some more snow showers, but not quite as prolonged as we've had the last few days. Highs today into the mid-30s before tonight dipping to the upper teens and low 20s and a few chances at some flurries hanging around. Tomorrow will bring a chance at some snow early on with highs into the mid to upper 20s. But then our winds start to pick more up out of the northwest, and that's going to indicate quite a change in our weather pattern. Mid-teens for our overnight lows tomorrow, and that's pretty much where we'll be for Friday and Saturday, mid to upper teens. Staying dry for the most part, though we may have an isolated snow shower 
on Saturday, just in time for the Deer Gun opener. More sunshine returns on Sunday into the low 20s for our highs. Monday and Tuesday, we start to moderate a little bit in terms of our temperature, still below average as we get into the upper 20s on Monday and into the low 30s on Tuesday. But right now, temperature of 30 degrees in Eau Claire with a few lazy flakes falling right now. Yeah, the temperature must have dropped a little because when I came in, the roads were just a little wet. Intersections were a little slick, but otherwise the main road was good. Yeah, 29 was a little bit back and forth when I was driving on it. It was uh, good for a a long stretch, and then there'd be about 20 feet of a slick spot. So that's just uh, something that you'll want to watch out for. So get out the speed skates. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you take care. Have a great day and drive safe. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. There he goes. Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike D'Andrea this morning. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's that time of the morning. we got to check in on some news. Good morning, Morgan, and catch us up. What's going on this morning in our world? Good morning. Well, here's what we're learning today. We'll start in the courts as there was activity and victims had a chance to speak out. And that begins the headlines this morning as we go to Waukesha. Sentencing hearing for Waukesha Christmas Parade attacker Daryl Brooks continues today after a threat to the courthouse interrupted yesterday's proceedings. Now, those victim impact statements were stopped for over an hour to allow law enforcement to clear the building. The session then continued shortly after 11 a.m. Dozens of individuals describing how last year's parade attack has changed their lives. I couldn't make it through a day without feeling hypervigilant, startling at every noise, having a panic attack from the sound of a door, shout, thud. I'm trying my best to not let the incident that that affected us all to get the best of me and to find who I am and to define who we all are. Brooks will serve a mandatory life sentence on 76 charges related to the deaths of six people and injuries to 12 others. The judge is expected to decide today whether he will ever be eligible for parole. As we look to other headlines, we see an Eau Claire man has pleaded no contest to charges that he shot up a neighborhood this past March. Police arrested 20-year-old Aaron Jones after they say fired several shots near Boardwalk Circle. No one was hurt. Sentencing now set for February. The Wisconsin Department of Public Instruction is releasing annual school district report cards you might want to clear space on the refrigerator to hang this. Nearly 95% of public school districts in our state met or exceeded education guidelines last year. Now, two dozen districts actually improved from previous reports, increasing by one accountability rating. I have a link online if you want to see more of those reports with an easy stop first at 715newsroom.com. We take a peek into the political scene and say some familiar names at the Capitol. Democrats and Wisconsin Senate selecting Madison's Melissa Agar to serve as minority leader. Members unanimously elected her to take over for retiring state Senator Janet Bewley yesterday. Last week, Republicans made their leadership selections, choosing State Senator Devin Lemahieu to continue the role of majority leader. Wisconsin Republicans picked up a Senate seat in last week's elections, now holding a 22 to 11 majority. As we go to the woods, a lot of people have the <clears throat> dirty pointer. But here in Eau Claire, a hunter bagged a 10-point buck that he thinks might be a new record in the county for a vertical bow. Bobby Pagel says he first spotted the buck on his father's property last month. He's been kind of chasing it ever since. Hunters know how that goes, right? He finally tracked down the buck November 5th, 22 and a half inch antlers spread. The Wisconsin's gun deer season, of course, starts this weekend. And you might want to trade the uh, turkey for venison. The cost is going up when it comes to that Thanksgiving menu, right, Mark? Inflation has seen price increases in virtually all Thanksgiving foods, including the turkey. But according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the cost of dining out has risen at a lower rate than the cost of dining in. Eating at home has risen more than 12% in the last year, while eating out is up less than 9%.
I'm Mark Mayfield. And when it comes to the menu, I'm sure that Kristen has plenty of uh, special recipes planned for her own Thanksgiving as we cook up another Midwest Farm Show and head back to the barn with Kristen Smith on Wax 104.5. Thanks so much, Morgan, and I hope you're ready to cook, too. Well, we got to keep moving along. We've got markets coming in. Those will be happening next. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Time to take a look at some more morning markets. We're going to head over to the Equity Altoona Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay. Jim, catch us up. What happened at the sale yesterday? Choice beef steers and heifers, $1.20 to $1.48. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.20 to $1.42. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.30 to $1.42. We had a top of $1.44.5. Choice Holstein steers, $1.18 to $1.29. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, $1.17 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 72 to 87. We had a top of 90. 60% of the cows sold from 48 to 71. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 47 and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 75 to 90. We had a top of a dollar. Bottom 20% organic cows sold from 74 and down. Cow bulls sold from 80 to 97. We had a top of 99. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $140 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $300 per head. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, November 18th. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now we head over to the Stratford Equity Barn and check in with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, good morning to you, and you got the place all to yourself today, right? Oh, yeah. You know, when the cat's away, the mice are going to play. <laughs> well, we'll leave that the way it is. Hopefully you don't have any mice in that studio. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, there, yeah, there's I... too many pets running around here. Um, actually, we do have people that bring in their dogs and cats. So, sometimes, yeah, they don't come in here. Oh, uh, well, that's good. <laughs> anyway, did uh, Bob and uh, Jill make it to Kansas City, or haven't you heard yet? Yep, as far as I know, they were on their way yesterday, making good time, and no snow. So, yeah, they're doing good. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, anyway, we better do the market report, if that's okay with you. Sounds good. Catch us up. What's going on? Hi, Kristen. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A uh, summary from yesterday, Tuesday, first couple days here at Equity Stratford this week. And we'll, first of all, we'll start with the organic market. And we sell our, our organic market cattle are sold every Tuesday here. High-yielding certified organic cows in yesterday's auction, selling from 88 to 98. Lower-yielding organic cows, $80 and below. Conventional-type market cows in yesterday's auction. Uh, High-yielding fleshier Holstein and beef cows yesterday from uh, 72 to up to a top of 86. Uh, most of the cows this week continue to be in that 52 to 72 range. Thinner cows below the $50 money. On the uh, bull market this week, better quality bulls so far from 84 to 98. Lighter weight bulls, 83 and below. Uh, we'll have an update on fed cattle market uh, tomorrow as we sell most of those today. Calf market so far this week, bull calves and Monday's auction, very, very strong. Most of the bull calves on Monday's sale were selling from 100 all the way up to the top of 250. 
Heifer calves uh, 25 to 50 and beef calves 175 to 375. Again, those topped at 380. That was on Monday's auction. And as I mentioned, we are at Wednesday here. We got underway this morning here in Stratford. Uh, we sell uh, market cows today, conventional type market cows, and also, like I mentioned, fed cattle, sheep, hog, and goats, uh, baby calves. Your cattle sale today will be a noontime start. And uh, our auction tomorrow does start at 11 with market cattle and baby calves. And uh, I guess that's about all we have for the folks this morning. Kristen, again, uh, do drive careful. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, some of this snow was kind of melting yesterday. It was like 31 degrees. When you came in, were the roads clear? Were they froze? Or They were just a little wet. I mean, intersections, you could tell they were a little slick, but nothing crazy. But now our Skyward 13 meteorologist said the temp dropped. So now there is a little bit more slick spots out there. Yeah, well, the good thing about it, they, uh, it gets daylight much sooner, so at least when the buses are out there now, it's daylight. So, well, anyway, yes. folks, you drive careful, and Kristen, you have a nice day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Jerry. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald, over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we are nine minutes before the six o'clock hour. We're going to take a look at those markets one more time on the Chicago Board of Trade. We've got your December corn down four at six sixty two. December oats down a penny at three ninety six. March soybeans down eight at fourteen fifty three. December soybean meal down a dollar ten at four oh eight eighty a ton. December wheat down thirteen cents at eight fifteen. On the dairy side, barrel cheese was unchanged at two oh five and a quarter. Your blocks were up one and three quarter cent to two twenty two and a half. And your double A grade butter was up a penny to two ninety four. Switching over to those class three futures, November was unchanged from yesterday at twenty ninety nine. December up a nickel at twenty one eighty three. January up nine at twenty eighty one. February down three at twenty forty nine. March up a dime at twenty fifty. And then those markets were mixed through next fall. Switching to country elevators in the area, we've got Golden Plump in Arcadia at six twenty four for corn. Baldwin, Mondovi, and Elmwood, 618 for corn, 1365 for beans. Durand is at 608 and 1355. Fall Creek is at 598 and 1340. Osseo's at 623 for corn, 1370 for beans. Elk Mound is at 608 and 1368. Sparta at 604 and 1351. Ellsworth is at 588 for corn, 1325 for beans. And Wheat and Grain is at 602 for corn, 1384 for beans. Ethanol plants in the area, Boyceville's at 611. Stanley at 615. New Richmond also at 615. So that's a look at those morning markets. And again, if you like pork, oh, I love pork, but you don't have room in your freezer. Ah, I got just a solution for you. You got to go to waxradio.com and register. Click on the Midwest Farm Report tab and register to win a half a hog from Smith Brothers Meats up in Colby and a freezer from Abbotsford Appliance. So you get both. So you have to go sign up, or you can go to the app as well and register. Waxradio.com or the app. We want to say thank you to the farmers and all the people that support farmers, agronomists, nutritionists, milk haulers, cattle haulers, you name it. We want to say thank you. Anybody can sign up for the half a hog or the freezer. So Waxradio.com or the app. And we also have, if you're hungry, I know I always am, but tonight... You can join the Osseo Fairchild FFA for an open season supper Wednesday, which is today, November 16th from 430 to 730 at the Osseo Fairchild High School Commons area, which is right in Osseo. Kick off your deer season right with a hearty supper, grilled brats and burgers, baked beans, Midwest salads, desserts, hot cocoa and coffee. Tickets today are $7 at the door or $5 in advance. Now, if you're not in the Osseo area, but you're in the York area, perfect. 
York Northfield Sportsman's Club Venison Supper is going on tonight as well from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the York Ballpark in York. Steak, meatballs, mashed potatoes, corn, cranberries, and rutabagas. $10 for the meal, dine-in, drive-through, or carry-out. So that's a look at what's going on in the area. And one last time on the news, if you didn't hear it this morning, we're going to have one less farm show in the area this coming year, 2023. The Marshfield Farm Show, which was held at the Marshfield Mall, is canceled this year and possibly indefinitely. The Marshfield Mall is under renovation, and they said after they're complete, there's no room to be had, and therefore the farm show will have to find a new home. But there are some groups in the Marshfield area that would like to continue to have the show but they need a large location for parking, equipment, vendors, and visitors. The Marshfield Farm Show has been going on for over 40 years, so hopefully they can spin that around. Hate to see something go that's been going on that many years. We're at 30 degrees right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, looking at 34, some scattered snow showers today. Snow in the morning tomorrow with 27. Friday, cloudy and cold, high 18. Hey there, I'm Jill. Welcome from the Wax Farm Department. I've been sharing with you my journey to decrease pain in my shoulders after soft wave treatments at Stuky Chiropractic. Now it's your turn to take the first step to check it out. Soft wave can be used on shoulders like mine, knees, wrists, elbows, and even plantar fasciitis. The best part of the soft wave treatment plan is the natural healing through regeneration of damaged tissues by activating your own stem cells. It's not just putting a temporary Band-Aid on the issue. Softwave treatments can keep you from having surgery to fix those issues without a long recovery. Consultation with the doctor to see if Softwave is right for you is free at Stuky Chiropractic. Give Stuky Chiropractic a call at 715-835-9514 to set up an appointment to explore the Softwave program to see if it's right for you. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.